The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. So, they say that if you can't explain something to your gran or to your Omar or to your Gogo, then you don't understand what you are explaining. So we're going to take that a step further. And we're going to say that if you can't cook for your gran, then maybe you are not a great cook because sometimes you have to cook in the weirdest possible ways for granny. And it could be gran, it could be oma, it could be gogo, it could be nono, it could be nana, it could be nuni, it could be kulu, it could be boba, it could be glamour. And the list goes on. What do you call your grandma? And uh, what would you cook for her? That makes sense. On the line with us is Chef Katlejo Mlambo, head chef of the Mirabi Club in Johannesburg's Maboneng Precinct. We've interviewed him before, but we just thought this was such a fascinating story and fun story for sure, because sometimes Omar, Grandma, Nana, Nono, Nunu, Kulu, Boba, Glamma doesn't always choose food the way that you would think they do. Katlejo, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I'm always delighted to be speaking to you. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. So we were just saying (laughs) that, you know, when you cook for your grandma, it's a bit like that whole thing. If you can't explain it to your grandma, you don't understand it. 110%. Okay. What does that mean for you? So for me, it means that everything needs to be well done for my granny. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... The, you try to make these things fancy, but at the end of the day, um, I've realized that the oven at home is my best friend because no matter how I try to cook things to this very bourgeois, very fancy way, they always land up in the oven cooked until they are cremated. So that's what cooking is for my granny. So when you cook for your granny and, she say, and you say, okay, uh, what do you call your granny? Ukoko. Ukoko. Yeah, Ukoko. Ukoko. We're going to try to make it a bit, you know, street lingo, it's gogs, but so, so my granny is ugogwam. So yeah. when you say ugogwam or gogs, you say gogs, what do you want to eat today? She will say, um, cheese and yam, maybe. Yes, 100%. But when she says cheese and yam, she means well cooked, like that meat must be dead. Ugogwam is actually afro-boltang, which is a bit strange, because, <laughs> you know, you think... You try to cook this meat as soft as possible, you know what I mean, because of yeah. the old age and the teeth. Now when this thing's cooked like bolton, chewing it is a nightmare. But how she devours it, I do not know. But as you nailed on the head, it's well done. So does Gorg still have her teeth? She does. She does. And surprisingly, Michelle, Gorg does not have one gray hair. <gasps> so whatever formula she's using, I need to get that recipe right now so that I can use it in the you know, in the future, but yeah, not one grey hair and still has all her teeth. All her teeth, great, um, black hair and beautiful skin, I bet. Beautiful skin, yeah. Okay. Gorgeous, gorgeous skin, yeah. Okay, so she likes her meat to be like biltong. What does she like her vegetables to look like? Oh, so, I mean, obviously we spoke just before Christmas and we spoke about the, the broccoli dish. Yeah. Um, exactly, and obviously as a chef, you still want to cook the vegetables so that they still have a bit of a bite. My granny basically wants mash. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's so hard. It's so tricky because you're trying to make this, this elevated, delicious dish. But, you know, Gogo's always right. You know, yeah. and if you were to have a debate, as you said, if you, if you can't cook for Gogo, then clearly you can't cook. So in the kitchen, as much as I'm a head chef, she's, she's the boss. 
So, Kadlejo, for those of us who want to go into the kitchen and cook for our granny, our oma, our gogo, our nono, our nana, our nunu, our kulu, our boba, our glamma, what would you suggest the dish? Give us a dish that they can uh, engage in. In, so, so obviously, I mean, I'm as much as I'm a very complicated chef. I think my granny is still the best cook in the world. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we, and, I mean, for me, Ibaba, you know, um, yeah. Millie Mills, one of the most African, most delicious things ever. You know, so what I've started doing now for my gogo since I grew up eating Ibaba is obviously adding a bit of French um, elegance to it. So instead of using normal water yeah. to make your pap, I've started using milk. But what I do is I actually infuse the milk with like a lot of herbs. So for thyme, rosemary, garlic, ginger, right? Yeah. Infuse that and then you use that milk to actually cook the pup. And then obviously to, to take it to another level, um, just a handful of Parmesan cheese. Um, you can't go wrong with that. It's absolutely delicious, you know? So my granny is like loving that at the moment. Another thing that I started doing is obviously morojo, Yes. You know, sometimes with your gogos, you need to be very easy, very simple, very humble. You know, they don't want these fancy things. You know what I mean? But you need to give them this perception that it's quite fat. So I've taken a morojo. Yeah. Um, and I know in the African culture, they add quite a bit of peanut butter, you know. Yeah. But um, what I've started doing now is adding miso. So miso is like um, fermented soybeans. Yeah. And it's got this, it's, it's got this umami, salty, sweet... Um, tangy flavor. So, in, so I've substituted the peanut butter with miso paste. And yeah, you must see my granny's face. It lights up. Of course, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you don't know if it's salty. You don't know if it's sweet. It's got this tang. So so that's what I've started doing for my granny. And does uh, she love that? She doesn't mind that it's like a little bit out of the ambit or framework of traditional food? No, exactly. I mean, I think with your gogos and your nonas, it's, they still want to know the, the, the foundation, the basics. But um, they still also want to go to a, a trip to Flavor Town. You know what I mean? So, so she knows Morocco is something she grabs eating. You know what I mean? But now there's that special zing-a-ling that she, she can't, you know, I hope, she, I hope she's listening, but not listening because now I've just given away my secret. <laughs> um, and then also, I think what's important for me is, you know, with your, when you're cooking for your nonas and your grannies, you don't spend a lot of time behind the stove, you know. So I've seen like a lot of one-pot wonders. Yeah. Casseroles, they work perfectly. But um, another thing that I've also been doing, which has been done for, for millions of years, is um, my granny's into a roast at the moment. And obviously, one of the proteins that are, are quite cheap is chicken. And so, what I've also been doing now for Gogo is to keep it moist and tender, um, the chicken um, underneath the skin, I put quite a bit of butter. So you can imagine as you're roasting this, this chicken, the butter's just melting away and it's protecting the whole carcass. So after 35 minutes, 40 minutes, you've got this delicious golden chicken that's super, super soft. And the secret is the butter. The butter is, is what makes it um, very, We're very, soft leave and you very, there. very delicious. Chef Katlejo Mlambo, head chef of the Marabi Club in Johannesburg's Maboneng Precinct.